I'd like to welcome us to this morning's service. And I want to trust God that the Lord has a word for someone here. And if you are that person, shout a big hallelujah. It shall be so in the name of Jesus. Now, we will be continuing with the series on Awake My Glory. I'd like to use the opportunity to acknowledge the great teachings we have had over the past weeks and uh, to also thank our teachers that took us through those teachings. The theme is very important. And it happens to be a theme that is very wide. Awake my glory. So wide. So wide that in the month of February alone, we are not able to cover all. So the month of March, we are going to do part two of the theme. If you are clapping for Jesus, then do as you mean it. <laughs> Hallelujah. We shall be considering today and in the month of March the following subtopics under the theme. The meanings of Awake My Glory, Awake and Glory, and then the various sources of glory. The various sources of glory. And then how is glory manifested? We are going to talk about the levels of glory. Glory is in levels. We are going to also talk on how can I awake my glory. We will also talk, take a short study on people that have been crowned with glory. And we'll look carefully at how did they attract glory. Then we will end the teaching with killers of glory. There are what I call killers of glory. There are certain things that kills glory in the life of a man. Now I want to trust God that after this series, every glory that has been dormant in the life of a man or woman here, the Almighty God will steer it up. Oh, quiet, they don't believe me. And there will begin to be manifestations of glory in your life. We'll take our text from the book of Psalms, chapter 57, verse 7 and 8. Psalms 57, verse 7 and 8. Is the media today around? I read from here. My heart is fixed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. I wake up, my glory. I wake, pulse tree and harp. I myself will awake early. What does it mean to awake? 
The dictionary defines the word awake as follows. Number one, to rouse from sleep. To become alert. To become aware or cognizant. It defines it also as to steer up. Now, very implicit in these definitions are the following realities. Number one, it means that a man's glory may be asleep. Just as you normally go to sleep in the night, some glory are asleep or dormant. Or even that there are people who are unaware of the glory they carry. They are ignorant about it. You see a good example of that in the life of a man called Gideon. In the book of Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6, 11 to 16. You see that a good example. Situations around Gideon had turned Gideon into being a coward. Gideon did not know who he was, the glory he carried, until there was an angelic visitation. That that dormant glory inside Gideon was revealed to Gideon. Gideon was hiding from the Midianites. When the angel came, he addressed him as thou mighty man of valor. Gideon said, who are you talking about? Me? I pray for somebody here today. That dormant glory in your life that you have never realized that you had. Before the series is over, you will have an angelic visitation. I said, you will have an angelic visitation. God will stir that up. Oh, come on, church. God will stir that up in the mighty name of Jesus. The man would have died without realizing who he was. I have a friend that lives in New Jersey, in America. Whenever we travel, we stay in his house for holidays. Now, just about 500 meters away from his house is a cemetery. The cemetery should be bigger than five acres or more. And each time we drive past there, I begin to think that can all microphones be switched off? Thank you. I begin to think that there lying in the graveyard are many who never realize who they were. Many people that would have been professors but died without going to school. 
people that would have discovered one thing or the other, they never realized their potentials. That would have been what would have happened to Gideon. But there is a God in heaven. You will realize your potentials. In the mighty name of Jesus. We see the same in the life of another man called Jabez. Something told him that he was not where he should be. That he is not what he is now. Within him he knew that he had potentials to be greater than what he was. He knew that this is not how his life should be. Yet he didn't know what he ought to have been. But what did he do? The Bible says he called on God in prayers. But for prayers, he would have died a miserable man. I pray for somebody here this morning. It doesn't matter what your life is currently. It doesn't matter whether you are miserable today. But I pray for you that in the name that is above every other name, every potential in you to be great, every potential for you to be rich, every potential for you to be wealthy, every potential for you to prosper, every potential for you to be higher, in the name of Jesus, awake. Yeah. What does glory mean? Again, I looked at the dictionary. Since this word is not in my language. The dictionary defines glory as exalted honor. Exalted honor, praise, or distinction accorded by common consent. Exalted honor, praise, or distinction accorded by common consent. It says it is a renown. It defines glory also as something brings honor. Something that brings honor or renown. Another definition says, a highly praiseworthy asset. A highly praiseworthy asset. Another definition says, it is adoration, praise, and thanksgiving offered in worship. A fifth definition says, it is majestic beauty. Ooh. Big grammar. Majestic beauty. In other words, impressive beauty. Impressive beauty. And splendor. While a last definition there says, it is a height of achievement. A height of achievement, enjoyment, or prosperity. That's about the zenith of achievement, enjoyment, or prosperity. 
Now, the Bible talks a lot about glory. It talks about glory in two different senses. Glory as it relates to God and glory as it relates to man. Briefly, what does the Bible say about God's glory? The Bible reveals that our God is the God of glory. And it tells us the various forms of the manifestation of God's glory. For example, Exodus chapter 24 verse 17 Exodus 24, verse 17. The Bible says, And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like pouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. The glory of the Lord was like devouring fire. Now, the amplified translation of the Bible puts it a little bit clearer. It refers to the glory there as the glory and brilliance of the Lord was like a consuming fire. The glory and the brilliance. Brilliance talks about light. It talks about God, the brilliance of God's light, shining light, was like a consuming fire. Now, we see another example also of the man of the manifestation of the glory of God in the book of Exodus chapter 40, 40 verse 35. The Bible says, And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. When you look at other translations of the Bible of this verse, for example, the good news refers to glory there as the dazzling light. The dazzling light of the Lord. The dazzling light of the Lord's presence. So from this translation, you realize that the manifestation of God's glory could be in the presence, in the form of a dazzling bright light. Shows the presence of God. You would remember in the book of Acts chapter 9, verse 3, or there about, where Saul had an encounter. The Bible records that a light came from heaven, shone right round about him. That same dust was the manifestation of the presence of God. I pray for someone that may your life experience the glory of God. Yeah. Another example of the manifestation is in Leviticus chapter 9, 23 to 24. Leviticus chapter 9, 23 to 24. The Bible says, And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and bless the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people. Verse 24. And there came a fire out from before the Lord and consumed upon the altar the burnt offering, 
and the fat, which when all the people saw, they shouted and fell on their faces. Why did the people shout and fell on their faces? Why did they do so? One, because they recognized the fire as the presence of the almighty God. Number two, they recognized and hallowed the presence of God. They hallowed his presence. They hallowed his splendor. So glory as it relates to God, therefore represents the presence of God. It represents his splendor. It represents the brilliance of his presence, of his beauty, and also of his power. I repeat, glory as it relates to God, therefore represents the presence of God, his splendor, brilliance, Power, beauty. Now, what does glory mean as it relates to man? We have just explained glory as it relates to God. Glory as it relates to man. We see that in the book of Genesis chapter 31 verse 1. Media, can you show that? Genesis 31 verse 1. And he heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob had taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's had he gotten all his glory. These were the children of Laban, complaining, gossiping after Jacob. They were complaining that Jacob had gotten all the glory from their father. Now, if you look at other translations like the Amplified, for example, it puts it in a much clearer language. It says, Jacob had Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken away everything that was our father's. And from what belonged to our father, he acquired, he acquired all his wealth and honor. So glory here is used to refer to what? Did somebody hear me? What is it used here? God bless you, my darling. Is you to refer to wealth and honor. So awake my glory here means that the wealth and honor that may be dormant in my life should be stirred up. I like that prayer. Is there someone who wants to pray that? He said, Father! In the name of Jesus, the wealth and honor that you have deposited in my life, I work now in the name of Jesus. I work now in the name of Jesus. I work now in the name of Jesus. I shall not die poor. In the name of Jesus, I shall not die poor. In the name of Jesus, the wealth and honor you've deposited in my life, in the life of my family, I work in the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I prophesy to somebody here. It doesn't matter the debts you are currently having to pay. You will not die poor. 
you will not die poor. The wealth and the honor God has deposited in your destiny shall begin to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. We see also in the book of Genesis 45 verse 13, Joseph, when he had the encounter with his brothers, when they came to Egypt, and he had revealed his identity to them, Genesis 45 verse 13, he said, and ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that ye have seen, and ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. Joseph had acquired glory in Egypt. The amplified version of this scripture says, Now you must tell my father all my splendor and power in Egypt. Splendor and power in Egypt. So that is what glory also means. In Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 17, Deuteronomy 33 verse 17. When Moses was blessing the children of Israel, he came to the family of Joseph. And this was the blessing he pronounced upon them. He said his glory is like the first line of his bullocks. And his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With them he shall push the people together to the of the earth. And they are the ten thousands of Ephraim. And they are the thousands of Manasseh. The good news refers to his glory there as strength. While the Jubilee Bible refers to glory there as beauty. So from all the biblical passages we have looked through now, we can say that the glory of a man could refer to any of the following. It could refer to wealth and honor. It could refer to splendor and power. It could refer to the presence of God being a man. As you will see in the book of Genesis chapter 39, verse 3 and verse 21. It could also refer to majesty. It could refer to strength and beauty. Glory as it refers to man or as it relates to man is what makes you unique. We are not all the same. God created you in a unique fashion. It refers to what makes you unique. It refers to what makes you outstanding from the crowd. Science tells us that as many as human population is, we are several billions of human beings on the earth. It says that the marks on your palms are not the same. Can you imagine that? God took time to design the marks differently. In other words, you are unique from me. I am not you, you aren't me. Glory also refers to the peak of your life. Now, the Bible tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 4, verse 2, that the opposite of glory is shame. The opposite of glory is shame. 
So awake my glory is a cry to wake up the wealth and honor that is inside you. Awake my glory is a cry to awake the splendor and the power. It's a cry to awake the divine presence of God in your life. It's a cry to awake the majestic beauty deposited in your life. It is a cry for the seed of your destiny to manifest. In the life of every child of God, the seed of destiny planted by God. Is there any here who wants God to awake his glory? If you are, why don't you say this prayer? God of the heavens and the earth, awake my glory. Awake the glory of my family. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, we'll talk a little on the sources of glory and then... We will stop here and continue at the second service. Now, there are two broad sources of glory. Number one source is God. The second source is from the devil. I'd like the media to help me look, to look into Luke chapter 4. Verse 6 and 7. Look into Luke chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, whomsoever I will give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be dying. Can you imagine the audacity of the devil? Send that to Jesus. The power and glory is with him. He will give to him. So today there are people in the world that are pursuing the power and the glory that the devil had offered to our master before. And the devil gives them fake glory. Fake. He does that provided they will worship him. You see example of such fake glory in the book of Exodus chapter 7 verse 10 to 12. When God has sent Moses to Pharaoh and Pharaoh was adamant not to release, hardened his heart not to release the children of Israel. The Bible says there, Exodus 7 verse 10, verse 10. And Aaron went unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded, and Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent, verse 11. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. Next verse. For they cast down every man his road, 
and they became servants. But Aaron's road swallowed up their roads. Hallelujah. Snake past snake. Hallelujah. Road past road. Every road no be the same. The road of God was cursed by Moses. You remember when Moses had the encounter with God and was arguing with God on why he, Pharaoh may not believe him. God asked him, what are you holding? He said he's holding his road. He said, cast it down. He cast it down. The road that he has been carrying for years that was ordinary stick. The Bible said it became a serpent and the man ran away. God called him back and said, come, pick it. So it was the same road. Now he cast it before Pharaoh. It became a snake. And immediately, Pharaoh called people that had fake power. They did the same. But thank God, the road of Moses swallowed them all. Every serpent that the enemy has sent against your life, the road of the Almighty will swallow them. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And someone here who has been dreaming of snakes in his sleep, today in the name of Jesus, the road of the Almighty will swallow them up. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory, the second aspect of glory is from God. Psalms 24 verse 7 refers to God as the king of glory. 24 verse 7 refers to God as the king of glory. Psalms 3 verse 3 says, But thou, Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and lifter of my head. Our God has the awesome power to release glory or shame over the life of a man. God can release either over the life of a man. You see that in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 7 and 8. Media, can you give me that verse? 1 Samuel chapter 2, 7 and 8. And no less a person than Hannah gave the testimony about the glory from God. This was a woman who has seen. She has seen reproach. And then God turned the reproach to glory. I pray for somebody here today. Every shame you are passing through now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, it shall be turned to glory. Amen. I say, it shall be turned to glory. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hannah said there, First Samuel chapter 2, 7 to 8, media. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifted up. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the downhill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. Ay, ay, ay. I hope somebody is excited that this our God can lift a person and put another down. God is the source of glory. There are two words in this passage that fascinates me. The Bible talks about the throne of glory. That God sets the poor. He sets the bar on the throne of glory. No wonder the Nigerian pigeon people say no condition is permanent. 
Hey, yeah, yeah. No condition is permanent. I may be poor today and a beggar, but the Bible tells me that my God can lift me up, can make me sit in the midst of princes, can make me sit on the throne of glory. Hey, yeah, yeah. Is there someone here that knows God can do the same for him? Shout hallelujah. The rich and the rulers of the world, the throne of glory, it's a seat of honor, a seat of glory. If you take a careful look at the world systems, you see that. For those of you that travel international travel, the aircraft has three different levels. It has what they call the first class, which is almost the size of a bed when you flatten it. Just imagine you are traveling and you have a bed in the aircraft, not a bench. So the rich and the rulers of the world sit there in the first class. And then there is another level called business class. It's like those long to your house. They sit there. And then there is what they call economy. Where are people who are managing money? Managing money to travel. Where they sit. If you go in the airports, the people that carry the first class ticket, they have a place they get out through. They don't join the queue. The people with economy ticket join. But the Bible says, our God is able to raise the poor from the dust of poverty. He's able to raise him from the misery and frustration to make him sit in first class. To make him be companions. I pray for somebody here this morning. God will change your status. Amen. Levels will change. Amen. Because he's in the business of doing that. And may that be your season in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 75, 6-7, For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He put it down one and set it up another. May this be your season in the name of Jesus. May this be your season in the name of Jesus. May this be your season in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God, at the celebration service, the second service, we shall be talking on how glory is manifested in the life of a man. We shall be talking there about how I can work my glory. I pray for somebody one more time. That after this series of Awake My Glory, your status shall change. Amen. Your level will change. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. But your level cannot change if you are in sin. Because the Bible says that daily God is angry with the sinner. Daily. He can't give his glory to the sinner. But the Bible says when you are in Christ, you are a new creature. 
all things are passed away. He said, behold, all things become new. And the new there includes the glory of God. So if you're here this morning, friend, you are still living in sin, you have a choice. You have a choice to walk away from sin and enter into the new life Christ offers you. And then become a candidate of the glory of God. So all eyes closed, all heads bent. You are here this morning. You have not yet received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You have a choice. Whether you want your glory to be, remain dormant. Or whether you want God to release it upon you. So if you are here, you are living in sin. You have not given your life to Jesus. Or that you had given your life to Jesus, but you backslided. Problems made you to make mistakes. You just raise your hand. Today is your opportunity. Today is your day. Just raise your hand. The mercy of God is in the house. God bless you, my brother there. God bless you, my friend. Today is your day. Don't let it pass by. Don't let it pass you by. Don't let it pass you by. Raise the hand for God to see. Raise it as if you mean it. Raise it as if you mean it. Don't let it pass you by. Please come, my friend. I'd like to pray for you. Come quickly. Come quickly. I'd like to pray for you. I'd like to pray for you. I'd like to pray for you. I'd like to pray for you because God bless you. 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 Today is your day. Don't let shame hold you back. It's your day. God wants you to manifest in glory. You must not die the way you are now. You must manifest your glory. The rest of you stretch your hands to this, my beloved brethren. And ask the almighty God to forgive them their sins. Let him wash away their sins with the blood of Jesus. You that you are here, you say this prayer after me. You say, Lord Jesus... I recognize that I am a sinner. Lord, I have come to you to ask for forgiveness. Please forgive every of my sins. Wash away my sins, Lord. Wash them away with the blood of Jesus. Jesus, the son of the living God. Please come into my life. Be my savior. Be my king. Be my glory. In the name of Jesus. Satan, from today I reject you. I no longer have anything to do with you. For I belong to Jesus. I am now the son of God. With Jesus living in me. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. King of the heavens and the earth, we thank you for the lives of your daughter and your sons. The Bible says, Come unto you will be cast away. Father, because these ones have confessed their sins before you and before your congregation, I ask, O oh God, that you forgive their sins. Wash away their sins. Write their names today in the book of life. Jesus, Son of the living God, please come into their hearts and be the King in the name of Jesus. And every glory that you have deposited in their lives and that is remaining dormant, Lord, I ask that by reason of the newness of life today, O oh God, Lord, awake that glory. Awake that glory. Awake that glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Daddy. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And amen. We'll follow this, my brother. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. 
God bless you. God bless you. Shall we all stand? Shall we pray? King of the heavens and the earth, we bless your name. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to hear your word. Lord, even as your word is gone forth, the purpose for which you have given us this theme, let it come to pass in the life of every man, every woman here in the name of Jesus. Amen. Command every dormant glory, O oh God, begin to come into manifestation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And amen.